Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the podcast. So glad that you are tuning in. And today I want to talk about a popular compression technique that a lot of people like to use when they are doing or they find themselves having to do a lot of compression on something. And by a lot of compression, I mean you know, more than five or six decibels and so forth. Now, if you don't know what a compressor does, be sure to check out one of the first episodes of the podcast where we go in depth talking about compressors and what they do. But today I just want to do a short little episode on uh, this cool technique that you can use concerning compression when you find yourself needing to do a lot of it. And the technique is called serial compression. And it involves stacking compressors back to back so that one compressor doesn't have to do all the work. You've got one compressor compressing a little bit, followed by another compressor compressing a little bit more. And by using this technique, as I mentioned, it sort of takes some of the workload off of just the one compressor to do everything. And I feel like many times you can get better, cleaner, and more transparent compression results using this method when you're trying to do a lot of compression. Now, another cool thing about using multiple compressors is the fact that you can use different attack and release times for each compressor if you so desire. So let me give you an example of this. One popular technique is to set the attack and release times on the first compressor pretty quick so that it's just sort of taming those loud transients, sort of the loudest parts of the track. And then it's releasing it right away so that, you know, the compressor doesn't just choke it out. And then the second compressor, you can have a slower attack time and a slower release time. And so that second compressor squeezes the signal even more and just sort of smooths out even more 
the results of that or the output of the first compressor. So using different attack and release times when you're using multiple compressors like that is a really fun thing to experiment with. You might find that you can get some really cool results like that. So next time that you're trying to compress something that needs a lot of compression, something like a lead vocal or a bass guitar or so forth, instead of making one compressor do all the work, try stacking two or three compressors back to back and have each one do just a little bit. And as I said, you can also experiment with different attack and release times for the compressors as well. All right, everybody, a really, really short episode again today, but I hope that this technique helps you out. I hope it gives you some insight and try it out on your next mix. Thanks a bunch, everybody. Catch you next time.